Welcome to the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast, Season 2 Finale. The Greatest Movie Podcast is the Greatest Movie Podcast is the Greatest Movie Podcast is the Greatest Movie Come on and hear me now. Greatest Movie Podcast is the Greatest Movie Podcast is the Greatest Movie Podcast is the Greatest Movie Come on and hear me Welcome everyone to the greatest movie of all time podcast, the show in which I, your co-host, Rick Barrasso. Fuck you, I'm Derek <laughs> Smith, the Big Deck Boski. I'm the fucking best. Here Rec- we go, here we go. Rick is hot tonight. Fucking not and of people. course, as we do in each of our finales uh, so far, our second one, so we're starting a tradition here, we have a special guest. And of course, Chris, the bod, Bonapane. Pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you for having me back. Well, what number of appearances is this coming out? Forty-six. Yeah, I think. <laughs> so this is our uh, this is our one hundred and second official episode, hundred and third if you count the unofficial Oscar episode. So it's been it's been uh, it's been a journey to this point. Now, in case you didn't listen to our last finale, uh, let me explain how it works. We, the three of us as well as two of our guests, my brother Anthony uh, and Katie Swindeck, um, submitted ballots counting down the previous 50 movies that we did. So it started with Wally, and I think the last one going up is The Princess Bride? I believe it will be The Princess Bride. Okay. Yes. Uh, so from Wally to The Princess Bride, we're counting down all those 50 movies. Now, the way it works, the way scoring works, is if someone ranked at number one, it gets 50 points, number two, 49, so on and so forth. In the event of a tie, the tiebreaker is the single highest rating of any of them. So, for example, each of us independently and in secret made our own ranking of best to worst other movies. And then Rick had this, uh, you, you, you hired some people. I yeah, the, the I guys am, who uh, stole the election from Trump. <laughs> no, I I am uh, I am the people who fucked up the um, the uh, the Moonlight Oscar. I'm them. <laughs> I'm Ernst and Young or whoever they are. Uh, so if Price Waterhouse Cooper. I'm Price Waterhouse Cooper. If, or is that Mad Men? I don't know. If all <laughs> of us, five of us, put this same movie, say the movie is I don't know, The Godfather, we all five say it's number one. And that, if one person says it's like number thirty-five. Let's say, for instance. Like, like that actually did fucking happen. <laughs> the Godfather should be the champion. Now, uh, this is open to all guests of the show. So in the future, if any of our guests want to submit a ballot, you're more than welcome. Let me or Derek know. So, the other wrinkle to this, to make it a little bit more fun, is that we have chosen five movies at random. That when they come up on the list, we stop the podcast. And we have a drink themed to the movie. So, those five movies were Harry Potter, whichever one comes up first, because there's two of them. Goodwill Hunting. Well, let's say, yeah. we'll, let's let's, say what okay. we're going to drink as well. Because, okay, yeah. Um, Harry Potter, we're having... We want to drink along at home. Yeah. So, at Harry Potter, we're going to be indulging in some butter beer. Yes. Definitely Butter not. Beer? 
definitely not just an import, but butterbeer. I'll be having a diet now. And for The Shining, at random, we're going to have a Jack Daniels Neat. Can you go for a lemon diet snapple for that one? That's the Jack Torrance special. Do you know why? Because we looked it up. What does Jack Torrance drink at the bar? He orders a bourbon and gets a Jack. They Daniels. get him a Jack. Yeah, they Jack get... for Jack. Yep. And then for Willy Wonka, we're going to whip up some chocolate martinis. Oh, I'm going for a cotton candy diet snapple for that one. <laughs> you might want to put some cotton candy in this one because for Hook, we're having a Captain Hook, which is going to be a, a Captain Morgan spiced rum drink with, with blue curacao. Blue curacao? It's going to look like the beach. I'm going to go for a peach diet snapple with a little <laughs> bit of Malibu for that one. I can break you off some blue curacao. Straight curacao. Love it. Is that Was that five? That's the five. That's the five. So drink along with us. Have some fun. We're going to shit talk each other's lists as we go along. And believe me, there's going to be plenty of room for shit talking here. Let's start the list, though. Let's bring it up. Oh. And while uh, my brother Anthony is not with us in person, I do have some uh, some notes from him, from some of his more uh, perhaps controversial picks. Can't fucking wait. Can't wait. Let's well, start. I'm already fucking pissed off. Let's start, though. I'm nervous for this one. Number 50. With number 50. Guys, there's no surprise on this, this one. Uh, the highest ranking was Katie. She had it at number 37. The lowest ranking was me, Rick Barrasso. And that is uh, the episode we recorded the last time we were in this room together, and that is Wild, I, Wild West. I have to give Katie kudos, 37, Katie. That was higher than both of us. <laughs> that, that, that's incredible. Look at, look at my... The other thing I should mention before we go on, before we do a Wild, Wild West discussion, um, if there are some movies that some voters had not seen, at that point, they are given, let's say they ranked 49 movies... It gets the one point. If this person ranked 46 movies, it gets four points. So on and so forth. So All many, the ones they haven't seen. Do we know how many movies Katie missed? Because Katie missed four. Okay. Anthony missed four. Because that's not bad. Derek, no, that's Derek missed strong. one. At 37, no, but, it sounds like Katie missed 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't have Wild Wild West 50. I didn't have it at 37. You didn't. That's true. And that's true. why I think she, you know, big cojones. 37 tie. Yeah. Um, so Wild Wild West, uh, I mean, we, we talked about it a lot last time. Massive flop. Huge flop. Not a good movie, in my opinion. Obviously, my least favorite. Now, and, and I will say, um, I, I like probably I probably like 47 or 48 of these movies. Like, I, yeah. I, at least It was like, a hard list. It was, it was, it was a, so that's why it's going to be controversial, because there's yes. a lot of movies I just like more than others, yeah. but... They're all good. We, we pick good movies. For me, the list didn't stop becoming like I. I think the f- top twenty-five is all like perfect ten down to like eight point five, and then from twenty-five to forty is like eight point five down to like seven point one, and you don't yeah. get into any D's until the forties. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Speaking of uh, movies that Chris would uh, would give uh, bad grades to, number forty-nine. Uh, the high vote on this was Rick at number 22. The low vote on this was Chris at 50. Katie did not see this movie, so it may may have gotten some extra points if she did. Yeah, it's, it's, it's overshooting now by four points. It is, it is Dune. <laughs> and I, I will say... I agree. It, while Who do you agree with? That it's number 40, it's 49. 49. <laughs> I mean, you can argue with it all you want, but, like, you know, it's, that's, it is... Uh, so Dune, uh, I think you guys are vastly underappreciating Dune. Uh, I think the on, on technical 
on technical prowess alone, it's better than at least some of these movies. So, alright. Derek, you want to go? I, I think for a scale, a scale of like the scope of the movie, yeah. Big. It's a big, big movie, but the script doesn't really go yeah. nowhere. I didn't like the story. Ha- the second half of the movie just was... The, the editing was weird. The so, timing was weird. So boring. And it Derek, was... you had this one at 47. Yeah, I uh, Anthony had this at 44. And again, Joe Boynton, good friend of the show, good yep. friend of mine. Anthony's off to a good Loves start. Dune. He yep. was like, I saw it five times at the theater. I can't wait for you to see it. My expectations were zooming when I saw it. You know? Didn't do it for you. That's And that's fine. And it could, that could have been the reason why. I, I held it up so high and it just didn't get there for me. Could be. Could be. I just feel like, is <clears throat> uh, in ter- as terms of the, like the big franchises, this is my least favorite, and I don't even know honestly if I'm going to see the second part. And I don't even think this well, one Chris, was as good as the Cronenberg one from the '80s. Uh, that one was more. It wasn't Cronenberg. Who was it? It was. Uh, who the fuck was it? Uh, another wacky. Director. Another yeah. another wacky guy. '80s. Uh, it was Lynch, David Lynch. David, David Lynch. Lynch. All yeah, right, yeah. So the Davids. All right, I yeah. mixed up the Davids. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize, Mr. Lynch. Come on the show. I apologize, Cronenberg. Come on the show. But uh, yeah, I think the one from the '80s, the David Lynch one, was much more You're fun. Out of your fucking mind. Much more fun. You're out of your mind, Chris. <laughs> it was way fun. You're crazy. This. Movie. I resent this. <laughs> this is bullshit. All right, uh, number forty-eight. It's our first drink, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, already. Number forty-eight. The high vote in this was Katie. Number 12. Woo-hoo-hoo! Massive. The low vote on this was Rick, myself, at number 49. I know what it is. I know what it what is. What do you think it is? Chamber of Secrets. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Let's, uh... A let's 12? She, no, she had a 12. She liked the Harry Potter movies a lot more than anybody else. I love Harry Potter. So, we're gonna, we're gonna hit pause, we're gonna have a drink, and we we're gonna be a lot more jovial by the time we get back. Butter beer. Yes. We are back, and ladies and gentlemen. We've only been gone for what thirty seconds, and Rick's Butterbeer is all it's the way It's mostly down. gone. How We're having it? a good time. It's pretty delicious, pretty delicious. Uh, so, anyone have any Chamber of Secrets thoughts uh, that we want to we want to get to before we move on? I mean, I think I think Chamber's the worst thought of the movies, but I don't think it's a bad. It's not a bad movie by any means. It's just not the best yeah. Harry yeah. Potter movie. One, yeah, one, some good redeeming qualities. Yeah. One thing that blows blows me away about Chamber of Secrets specifically is that I really like the book. And as far as the movies go, this deviation from the book, they took out all the best stuff, like Headless Nick's Death Day and stuff like that. Like, stuff I can still remember from a kid. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Nearly Headless Nick, I should, I yeah. should correct. Yeah, How can you be so nearly Headless? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I guess visualizing Dobby is better than the execution. Yeah. Plus, the story revolved kind of around Ginny at the end, and I don't like, I don't like Ginny, so. In the movies, but Fuck. in the book. Ginny Weasley. Fuck you in the book? I'd rather not. Uh, so, okay, so number 47. Number 47 is a movie I, I like a lot, actually. Um, this one, the high vote on this was actually Anthony. Uh, he had it at number 18. Uh, the low vote was Chris. He had it at 41. But uh, G, uh, Katie had not seen it. I should say Gia just walked in. She may, she may run in on, on a few of these. Uh, but Katie had, had not seen this. Um... So it, it may have been higher if she had. Hmm. Uh, and that is Drive. I'm surprised. I thought, Derek, you would have had it lower than me because I feel like I like Drive more than you did. I thought it was uh, very straight to the point. Yeah, so Derek, you had uh, you had Drive. Let me look. 
It's, it, let's put it this way. The, the best scene in the movie for me was in the fucking hotel room when there's shotguns and heads blasting off. Some of the most realistic, crazy violence you, I've ever seen in a movie. You guys, you guys had it very close. Derek, okay. you had it at 40. Oh, and you okay. know what? So, yeah. you know, amongst the movies we it. did, yeah. it was just not the like the other ones. Yeah. The beginning had yeah. so much fucking promise. And, I and honestly, honestly, this goes to show how, how like stacked the list is. I had it at 37. Yeah. And I really oh, liked so that movie. We both right liked there. it. Yeah. I think yeah. it was too straightforward for me, but I did like it. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know the, I didn't see the list, so I assumed you had it like higher. But based I didn't on, know you based were. Based on what? Just the fact that I was dead last, and I thought you would have been last. My name has not been brought up once yet in any of these episodes as being like first or last. Wait till we get to Let's further on up the Let's list. Stop, I will tell you, you are the low vote in more than anybody in the top ten. Hail Derek. Derek just removed his shirt. Yeah. Derek is rubbing his nipples <laughs> as we speak. This is disturbing. Please, wreck, please, stop. <laughs> Actually, you're, you're, you're making everyone uncomfortable. I'm the, I'm the nipple uh, rubbing guy from Little Nicky. <laughs> I, like how, I like how you even got mad Moving when I was on. like, I thought I liked it less, more than okay. you. Like, Why are you saying that? <laughs> this one, this one hurts. This one really hurts me, this next one. Alright. Um, Chris, you were the high vote on this one. Uh, you had it at uh, number 14. Wow. The low vote was Katie. She had it at 46. Wow. Let the record show, Rick is currently wearing a shirt. Yep. Anthony... Anthony did not see it, so that did hurt it. That hurt, I think yeah. I actually think he would have really liked this if he had seen it. So I think if he had seen it and ranked it, it would have been much higher. Uh, and that is Superman. I had it pretty low on my list. It's the one that started it all. I, I just think that it didn't hold up too. Well. It was Mario Puzo. Come on, I know it was Mario here's Puzo. here's my my. There are certain things that don't hold, hold up too well. I'm thinking of the, like, that is one mean outfit. Like, the very 70s nature of it. I think that still works. <laughs> it is a mean outfit. He's right. But what I'll say is I think Christopher Reeve's performance is so good. I think I agree with you. Yeah. Transcendently good I is the word for it. Great, great the casting. same can be said for take? Margot Kidder. I, I was just going to interject real quick. Welcome, that, G. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, Superman is one of my brother's absolute favorite movies of all time. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people nowadays choose Marvel over DC for the most part, but I think that's just one that for always kind reasons. of... Yeah, it, I, makes, I, it makes a lot of sense, but it's, yeah. I will say, as far as this whole film goes, though, that Christopher Reeve really does... I think there's. I think if you're making a top five superhero performance, like, just... just Who throw it out the there. Throw it out the there. Yeah. I think Christopher Reeve's got to be in there. I think remember, remember. just for superheroes. I think Tony um, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in there. Chris Evans going to be in there. Um, Chris Evans we, is borderline, but I, th- I think you're right. Um, I think just and this is off the top of our head here. Uh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah. Um, Patrick Stewart is Professor Patrick X. Stewart. Pretty fucking spot on. Yeah. I mean, we're we just doing superheroes. Just superheroes, right? yeah. Supervillains, yeah. It's thing. different, different category entirely. And, and he's not the best like Avenger, or he's not anyone's favorite. But I can't say his name, and Rick always gets me on it. Benedict, Mister C. Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. The Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedrill. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedrill Cumberbatch. He is the perfect yes. Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes. Because yeah, look at that character in the books. We can keep going. There's yeah. a lot of great superheroes, but like you said, Christopher Reeve. I remember watching it for the first time and being like. They casted him very well for this. Yes, um, and he has a lot of you know he has a lot of chemistry with with the actors in that movie. Oh, my, at, the, yep. at the time he was America. I'll tell you what. But Derek, you had this at forty four. I did. A yeah. lot of a lot of a lot of big movies in this list for me. Gene Hackman. I love Gene yeah. Hackman. I I, I want to do Midnight um, Midnight. Uh, what's the movie? 
French Connection. I want to yep. see that one soon. Oh, yeah. It's like a midnight Popeye Doyle, Doyle, baby. You think that this Lex Luthor and that Gene Hackman were the same guy? Think about it. Could have been same character. What? Popeye Doyle is Lex Luthor. I don't. I don't know about that. He takes her. You know, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's ego is is too big to even be a cop. Uh, but let's move on. Number forty five. Okay. So I was the high vote on this one. I had it number twenty four. Katie was the low vote on this one at forty. Still waiting for me. Derek did not see this one. It is, of course, the one episode Derek was not on. Predator. Arnold. So, Derek, you can't comment on this? Yes, I can. Gia, have you seen Predator? I have not. Okay, so no Predator for Gia. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think you probably would have enjoyed it. It's an all-time classic. It's very fun. It's a, it's a great example of the action genre. We're talking about some other great action movies here as well. Let me ask you this question. Yep. Is it like 12 Little Indians? It's more of a cat and mouse. It's more like the dangerous game. So it's We're, not like an Agatha Christie type thing. No, no, it's it's like the the most dangerous game. Remember that one? So, am I thinking of 10 Little the, yeah. one, the, yeah. one, the one where the guy hunts men. Right? Yeah, the most dangerous game. Yeah, it's so, more like that. So the, the plot of the movie basically is, let's take the most badass guys you can think of. Like just, just Schwarzenegger, yeah. juice to the gills, baby. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. Exactly. It but literally it's, but has it's like, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah it's Jesse, Jesse the body Ventura. Uh, Batista? Batista. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have Jesse Ventura, you have Carl Weathers. Carl uh, Weathers, Carl Apollo Weathers. Creed himself, Apollo Creed himself, uh, all in the middle Schwartz, of the eighties, like. in in their physical primes. Right. They're they're jacked, baby. I think, uh, I think Carl Weathers' prime was in Rocky and, too. And then they were like, his "What prim- if we had his prime all these?" Nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty nine. They were like, "What is? What can we do to just cut these fuckers down to size?" Predator. And we introduce the coolest creature design. One of the coolest ones in and, the history of film. And the actor's like seven foot six yeah. in the costume. Isn't there like Predator vs. Alien at one point? Yeah, we, we got into that on the yeah. episode. It, they, it was two great tastes that should go great together, but yeah. they don't. Let me ask you this. What was better, that or Freddy vs. Jason? Ooh, Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason, Jason I think was a little better. Just because it had the... Do you remember when Freddy puts his things up the girl's nose and like, rips her nose off and she wakes up and she's in the dream? So Freddy vs. Jason came out in the time where like all the movies from Michael Myers, Freddy, and Jason all sucked at that time, but that was the one that was supposed to redeem them, and it de- it doesn't, but it it does better than AVP. Okay. Yeah, that came out in like the the era of horror remakes, slasher remakes. Yeah, you know, and it didn't quite bring it back because like right after that you get into like the Japanese. That, imports, the ring, the grudge. That whole that movie stuff, gets yeah. made by Robert Unglund's wink at the camera at the end. Yeah. Like, oh, I just let him cut yeah. my head off. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. now you're like, oh, there's a sequel coming, baby. I was a Freddy fan during that one. Yeah. I was Team Freddy. I, I went into it looking for Jason to win, but then Freddy was smarter and just. Well, Freddy's also funnier. More he has fun, personality. Yeah. Jason's yeah. just a walking, like, Jason's I'm just a kill machine. Freddy's like. Remember that, remember that one movie where he's like, the girl has, like, her ears are going to, like, explode? He's dropping the pin from the top. He's, oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> I think that's pop. And his face is so funny. Like it became those movies became comedies. Yeah, they were. By the third one, I, you know what I'm gonna do? Much. I think this Halloween, I want to watch all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. You, you they're, you, they're varying in quality. Oh, of course. They're, they're like, and it doesn't make. It's not like it's the, the worse the better. The way yeah. I look at it. All right, so, so let's go to. All right. let's go to number forty-four. Um, the high vote on this was Katie at number eleven. The low vote on this was. Uh, Technically me, uh, but actually, let me just double check on that. 
Uh, I had it at 45. Wow. Um, and again, there are 48 movies no, I know. on this list that I like. That's, I'm probably going to be defending a lot of movies later uh, with that exact sentiment. Now, the, the other thing for this one is Anthony had it very low as well, but as just as a result of like mathematically he didn't see all of them, he had it a little bit higher than me. But this was like at the bottom of his list. Uh, he had a 40 foot, yeah. Is it, is it the first Harry Potter It is movie? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. yeah. The, the, um, the what stone? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer or Sorcerer's or Philosopher's Stone. Stone. Okay. Whichever so, you go. So when I sent my list to Rick, I had it auto-corrected oh, the Scorsese as Stone, the Scorsese yeah. Stone. <laughs> no, no, Chris. Scorsese. 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 It's not Scorsese. 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 In what language? English. Okay. Oh, so you're, you're Team Scorsese. Yeah. We've talked. We've talked about this. What so, you, where so have you Rick, been, Rick? I don't listen to things. So Rick. So Rick sent <laughs> me a text. Is, I, I love Harry Potter and the Scorsese Stone as well, and I'm like, I left that in there. So you're gonna chuckle, you dick. <laughs> now, if Martin Scorsese had directed the first Harry Potter, oh, movie, what a fucking bloodbath it would have been. The fucking sword. Sorry, ha- the he sword. makes films, not amusement park rides. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yes. Sorry, guys. If, if Scorsese did do that, the sorting out would have killed everyone in the fucking room. <laughs> think, think about how cool the makeup of the effects would have been for uh, Marty's. Like, what if they just killed Voldemort with a fucking machine gun? <laughs> what if Tarantino did it? Oh, it'd be great. It'd be way more of a bloodbath. Yeah. Hermione's would feet be too would be long, all though. over it. Yeah. 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 The, the barefoot dance in the Great Hall would, be yeah. too, it would go for too long. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Dumbledore would be explicitly gay. Yeah, yeah. Like, he'd be fucking Snape. He'd be fucking everyone. Um, and uh, and Vic okay. Grames would be Voldemort, which is... Oh, that'd be great. Way scarier than... Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so I, did, uh, I did request a quote, a... Um, from Anthony because he really I, when I talked to him about his list uh, or talked to him just about the, the movies in general before I got the list he expressed some real uh, cutting criticisms of the Harry Potter series oh wow um, this so, keep in mind this is coming from the guy who had number 8 was it chapter 1 <laughs> continue <laughs> number 1 was the Lion King uh, so I forgive yeah. that over it being this is, number 8 this is Anthony because he had the two Harry Potter movies were the of the movies he had seen the Dead last. Well, before we get into this scathing email, let me just say that these two Harry Potter movies are not the best reflection of the series. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's not a beef. It's just an observation. They came out, but they just got progressively better. Yeah, they just, especially by the next one. I think. I think. I think the third one is the best one. Azkaban took it up another level. Wait, yeah, and it was because I will say it was very smart to release it in 04 and 03. Because it would have won a big return of the king, but it it, and it gave but. us a, a year to mature yeah, and to exactly. appreciate the new style. Yeah. Hermione was almost at that age where I was like, "Should I?" <laughs> yeah. And again, this is because this is. I just want to give. Uh, I hope keep, I canceled. Keep it. Feel me glaring at him. Should I reach out and tell her she's a good actress? I don't know what's bad about that. So, Anthony says in general he really likes the list, especially the top twenty-five or so. When it came to his top five, he tried to find something very special. Uh, for the bad ones he didn't like, he said, I wouldn't say that I don't like uh, any of these movies. Uh, they have their moments. They all do. And they all deserve some praise. But for one reason or another, I couldn't connect with them. Here are his thoughts on the Harry Potter duology that we did. Uh, maybe this is a bit of a protest vote because everyone my age is obsessed with the story and I've just never understood why. Uh, the movies are well made and John Williams' score is obviously on point, but the story just falls really flat. Both movies lack a really compelling villain and do very little or any setup for the series as a whole beyond establishing the world. I could write an essay on poking holes in the series, and to be fair, 
I've never read the books. Maybe, so maybe there's a lot that I'm missing. The climax of Sorcerer's Stone, when Gryffindor gets 10 points and wins this super unimportant house battle, falls super flat, and blatantly anti-Semitic goblins were, ju- were jaw-dropping on rewatch. Chamber of Secrets is super problematic because it introduces the house elves, but at least the journal is a horcrux, so there is some connection to the story as a whole. I have a lot of negative to say about the series as a whole, but maybe I can sum it up just like this. Just like Star Wars is only popular because of lightsabers, Harry Potter is only popular because of butterbeer and Quidditch. Sorry, Derek. Uh, he's co- he's coming at you. I was going to say, here, here's Anthony. Anthony, 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 Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. <laughs> I can't hate you because you're so good at talking. <laughs> Congrats, you're Anthony. You're so articulate. You're so articulate. Fuck you, but I can't disagree. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he makes a lot of good points, though. Yep. He really does. And I've always felt that there were a lot of holes in Harry Potter in general. Yeah. But it's still, a, I think it's a compelling story. And it's, a lot, it's a fun universe. Here's the yeah, thing. exactly. You the... Keep the anger, because there's some other ones that he ranked low that you're going to be coming at. Him. Stay tuned. Stay I have tuned. an axe in my house. Stay tuned. Yes. Okay, let's go to the next one. Here's where we hear Derek's name. Derek is the high vote on this one. Derek has it number seven. Has it number seven? I I, I was the low vote on this. No, I had it at number forty six. Okay, I'm gonna guess. Anthony did not see it. What do you think? It's Green Book. No. Oh. It is The Devil's Advocate. Oh wow, seven. What? Yeah, Outrageous. The Devil's Advocate is. Uh, it's it's one of those movies in the nineties. I feel like people either you saw it or you didn't. But yeah. Like, <laughs> I think growing up, it may have been one of the first Al Pacino's. Pacino movies I've seen and I and, it, and it's so Pacino-esque oh my God. that like I'm like this is incredible not only am I is do you Pac- work for Al Pacino or something <laughs> yeah number seven yeah I really it's a lot of and fun again, I like I, the I, movie I, I mean I put before like this, ep- this episode we even, even aired is that I base this on movies I've seen a number of times movies that I grew up with movies that resonate with me I love movies about the devil I've already said that um, I love well, he's Keanu, our, he's our real I think dad. Keanu Reeves' best performance almost in his entire career as far as dr- dramatic in my opinion uh, I think he's excellent. I think he stands. The accent Gino. is so bad. For it's Keanu. not that bad. What, what you mean, bro? That's my sister. I, can see past- I, I don't I mean, care. Anything, I'm gonna bang her anyway. His, his accent in Dracula was a thirty times worse. <laughs> you know, if you thirty if, times yeah, worse. You're right. So the moral right. cru- the moral crux of that movie in that climax, it just comes out to this: you're either gonna bang your sister and join me, or not. And that's where it kind of loses the wheel. But I like the movie. Yeah. What are the consequences I like- if I don't? I don't know. <laughs> I had it at number forty. On my list. Yeah. So, like I said, I like like the whole 40 movies. I like them all. You know what? The list is going to progress. I don't feel like dumping my energy on pissing, being yeah. pissed off. Okay. But I will, so don't worry. All right. I'm not mad at this one because I can see why people would be like, this is goofy or whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. I like it. Okay. Anyone all listening, right. any of the fans out there who agree with me, don't fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Join, join Al Pacino for a sister banging adventure. By the way, Al Pacino will be appearing in this episode at some point. She's yeah. not here quite yet. Ooh, yeah. I hear him whispering. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I got the Chinese food. <laughs> we didn't order it out. <laughs> I hear the whispers. All right, so here's an interesting one. Right. Okay, This is number 42, and this is just the way the scoring worked out. The high vote on this was Katie. She had it at number 27. The low vote was a tie between me and Chris. We had it at number 38. So everyone had it higher than where it placed. It's so weird. It's weird because... But I get yeah, it, I get right? it. Point-wise, points. Uh, 
so everyone likes this movie. It's just the show where the point it just where it works. Like whose lines? Uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. It's a good movie. It's a good. It's not a movie. It's a yeah. It's a solid. I would say solid movie. Solid movie. Yeah, it's up things really well. They're just better Captain America movies. Yeah, it was also surprising. Like when I when I went into it, I'm like, oh geez, how are they gonna rehash this shit? It was good. And and I walked away. I'm like, I'm the idiot. Like I, I. Underestimated Marvel at the time, you know. Yeah, you know what it's like. It's like, and again, we're going to talk about this later. But it's like when Batman Begins came over, we're like, Jesus Christ, that was good. Yeah. And then the Dark Knight came along, and you're like, Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same with Captain America. Was Captain America Civil War was so fucking good to me that yeah. I was like, Wow. Well, yeah. Mean, yeah. It makes the other Captain America the, the first Is, one. Isn't Civil War? Oh no, not Civil War. Winter Soldier too. Winter Soldier. Yeah. That was yeah. good too, but they were all better than the first yeah. one. Yeah. So. And and I would I would say yeah, it's just interesting that this is a movie again. There, are, you could look at this movie, and most people are going to have at least forty-five movies that they enjoy. My, my uncle Greg was say this would be his number one. Well, this movie ended up getting nominated for an Oscar a few years later as Wonder Woman, which steals the whole arc <laughs> of the movie. Great villain. I love Hugo Weaving. You know, yeah. the, the movie's very good. It's just oh, he was perfect. Just I missed the part where Chris Evans fucks Chris Pine in Wonder Woman. No, um, in Wonder Woman. Yeah. They, no, they they gender switch the character. They make it a lady. The they, only thing I, I care about is that I'm mad that I didn't get to see Captain America fuck Black Widow. That would have been nice they to see. They absolutely fucked. Did, yeah, I think they had sex off screen. I, I think I mean, there's, in fact... Like four or five no, the characters. I, oh, yeah. No, I think, yeah. no. Yeah. no, no, that's what I'm saying. The characters off screen had sex. I think they during they, the events of Winter Soldier, they have sex. Yeah. There's a scene where they, they, get to, um, they get to Falcon's house. And like it cuts, yeah, yeah. and they're like getting dressed in the room with each other, and there's, and I was like, there's no way they didn't just have sex. It was sport. They, I mean, like, well, she kind of runs through them all, doesn't she? Steve Rogers is like, Listen, no, it's just, it's. I, I can picture the conversation. Bruce. She that's, Steve no, no, she can't. Like, she can't. She didn't. Hulk, Hulk can't you, have you sex. Can't have sex with Bruce. Yeah, that's a, that's an MCU rule. She would have explode. But they, but they, yeah. no, but they allude to romance they do. with she's, each one she's, of these Avengers. Bruce is the only... Bruce and arguably Steve are the only ones she gets and then she becomes This the is the conversation. Girl, Steve Rogers says, listen, no, she, I've been I've been asleep for a while yeah. and I've been around. I, I need to unload a little bit. And she's like, absolutely, Cap. Well, I, so she does not have sex with Tony. She, like, flirts with him as part of a mission. But there's nothing romantic with them. They don't have sex in Civil War? How about this sex no. scene? Oh, no, how about no. this sex scene? Iron Man and Captain America. I'm not even gay. There's a, there's a, there's, listen, know, there's a lot of sexual tension there. A lot of fan fiction. If you, go, if you Googled image search that, you would get some. Sure. Tony Stark and Steve Rogers having sex, it moved. I uh, thought that <laughs> Steve Rogers and Bucky had, like, a stronger romance. Threesome. Inside the, Throw inside Bucky in the there. context of this movie. I think there's, yeah. there's. Throw Bucky in there for a little three-way fucking, you know what I'm There's saying? a real case to be that made. More laughs, there's a, there's the a real case to be made that uh, there is queer baiting with Steve and Bucky. Yeah. In these movies, there's there's very much there's a lot of touching, and I like it. It's kind of like that old uh, army, like he was my my war buddy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yep. and, and then that's why I have his name. And then after, and that, yeah, and then after he, and, after and one Bucky, of them dies, you find the letters that yeah. they got, and it's like and Bucky loves like the episode before. of Seinfeld, Cheever's letters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. he, he loved Steve. You'll never understand it. He was the most Steve. wonderful man I've ever known. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Uh, Susan's movie. dad. Susan's mom's like, I guess I'm gonna have another wine. Yeah. Bucky's always loved Steve, though. Yeah. You know what he always he told me? He was too Take care around, of the though. cabin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> burns it down. Okay. Uh, number 41. The high vote on this was Katie. She had it at number 20. The low vote on this was the man to my, my, man to my right, Christopher Monopani. He had it at number 44. Uh, and that is future guest of the show, Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. 
Did you Link. like Lincoln? No, I mean, it, it was fine. It was a perfect Oscar movie. Like, mm. we talk about these movies made for Oscars all the time. Uh, I was expecting way more from it. I watched it, and it, how many hours does this thing go? It goes, goes for some time, Close right? to three. Close to three, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Um, you know what's funny about these types of movies is that I never expect big, big moments. I expect, like, a very historical dry movie. Yeah. And that's why I end up liking them a little bit more, because I don't think that was high on my list by any means. It, it, it was in the middle somewhere, middle to low. As but. far as the canon of Spielberg historical movies go, it's on the lowest of the low, because this is Amistad and um, The Color Purple and Schindler's List, like... His history dramas kick ass. I will say the casting alone brings it up a few notches, Oscar wise. Yeah. Without oh, Daniel well, Day Lewis and Tommy Lee Jones, the movie yeah. doesn't get anywhere. Derek, near. you you have it at thirty nine. Yeah, it's and, it's a long. And life. Sally Field, you know, she was a good as yeah. uh, Mary Todd. But yeah, yeah, this is like you said about Dune. It's a technically perfect movie. Yeah. It's just like this, doesn't grab you. There's, there's this some, later some Spielberg don't stuff. Grab you. He's, he's, it's a, it's, you know what's great about Lincoln is that especially if you don't know much about history about what happened then, it depicts things really well. There wasn't a lot of yeah. flaws or holes, but it, it went to, really really well. To me, the, the voting and stuff. Of course, was Daniel Day Lewis is Daniel Day Lewis, but David Stratham, Stratham, the one Stratham. who played, yeah, he plays that role of the uh, war executive, whatever guy yeah, yeah, who yeah. helps him work the Congress. Yeah. he was the greatest actor in that specific movie for me. I, mean, I think Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, and, and, and I mean, he's actually gotten better in movies as his career has gone on. Tommy Lee Jones. We're gonna talk about No Country for Old Men. Like, I love him in that movie. Yeah, like, he the, does things so well. This this came out during Tommy Lee Jones's like last Oscar push. He also yeah. did like the one with Meryl Streep, where they're. I wish I just could have seen him slap Jim Carrey and have a fight. <laughs> we're, we're, next movie should have been Batman Forever. I know. How, <laughs> did, how, skip right how, how does a guy called Two Face not turn on the guy? The Riddler and like. What did he say I, about Jim Carrey? And he cannot like, sanction his buffoonery. <laughs> like, like Harvey Dent doesn't come in to save the day there. Yeah. They, they just, Tommy Lee Jones' two face was abysmal. Oh my god! It's one of the worst things in in, uh, in movies. Uh, Semi hot take. Batman and Robin might be better than Batman Forever. Don't even go there. How Batman, can you say that? And I'm not saying Batman and Robin is good. His Batman opinion. Forever is not as good as you remember. You, you have to completely... No, but, it, but, but Jim Carrey's performance as the Riddler was so much fun. It's that, so great that, to me. That Arnold Schwarzenegger's it's, Mr. Freeze was so fucking abysmal. So, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy is also awful. If you look at both of them as not related to Batman, but related to the 60s TV show... I think what Rick's saying is Batman and Robin does a better job at the 60s TV show than Batman Forever George does. Clooney had nipples in his fucking outfit. Yeah. That's all you gotta say. Yeah. Val Kilmer's lips sure. are better than that whole movie. I I'm can't. Who's, who's disagreeing with that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> no. get good lips. Yeah. Yeah. I've already had get to say that. I already, said, I already said three times that I'm not gay in this episode. I might be gay. <laughs> he thinks the lady doth protest too much. Okay. Number 40. Uh, now, uh, the high vote on this one was Katie... She had it at number 19. She likes a lot of movies we didn't like that much. She, yeah. Uh, the low vote was me at 47. Now, this is one. 47. 47. This is a good movie. I like this movie. It's just a stacked list. Right. That's my problem, too. Christmas Vacation. Okay. I get it. It's also I, a comedy. I, I had a hard time fit, fitting this one into the list, Where'd too. Where'd you have it, Chris? It's tough. Um, I eventually settled for... Let me see. I got my list here. I don't have it memorized off the top of my yeah. head. I settled for 33. Okay. And still the, not bad. The reason I, mean, I went to that middle tier is because this despite is, anything, I still watch it almost every year. Me now, too. I'm gonna, How do I'm you compare s- it to the dramas in this? You can't. I'm, yeah. I'm, my favorite Christmas movie of all time. So I'm going to say something that Derek's going to be saying a lot as this list goes on. It's just not something I grew up with necessarily. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't have, like, it's, again, it's a good, it's a funny movie. Yeah. 
And for me, with comedies, whether it be movie or TV, they really have to 100% land for me to me to be like, yes, this is an all-time classic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good good movie. Okay. Uh, number 39. The high vote was a tie. Derek and Katie, two people who don't team up too much. <laughs> uh, they had it tied at number 22. The low vote was me. I did it at 48. Worse than Christmas Vacation. Worse than Christmas Vacation, that is Green Book. Oh, wow. That's a pretty fucking... I, and I remember the episode pretty well, and I remember specifically you were all about the acting, not necessarily the story, and you also didn't like it as winning the Oscar because yeah. of another movie that came out that year. Yes. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, I get it. Viggo Mortensen's performance, though, I think goes past number 48. Yeah, I mean, he was great he's in that. He's phenomenal. In, um... No, he's not great. He He's not Italian. He's... The, he's the, you see him as Aragorn. You see him in Eastern Promises. You see him in he's fucking he's a chameleon. Um, so Chris, you had this uh, not too much higher than me. You had this at forty five. Yeah, I think that I agree with you when you guys talked about it in that episode. It's driven by great performances. It's got a pretty strong forward moving script, but it just there's definitely problematic. It's, it's true story. Yeah. It's well, is it? Let's you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's based on a true true events. Says the guy who's still alive writing the script, you know, it's like, it's, it's a true story from a certain point of view, you know. I think that it is definitely problematic, but it also is, it, it, you have to give it, not that I'm, I'm not giving it credit, but you have to understand that it is trying to be well-intentioned. And it's not trying to be problematic and harmful, although it ends up, the proof is in the pudding. It yeah. is. But yeah. they're not trying to do it. It's a fundamental misunderstanding of the message that they're trying to make. It's, and they it's just the, never get there. It's it's the guy who made Dumb and Dumber's treatise on racism. That's And Dumb and Dumber hey, is succeeded. a much better movie. Oh it's a, sure. It's a great He succeeded great in winning Oscars, so he did the job. He ran a great Oscar campaign. Uh, so moving on, number This is also another situation with this movie is like you can't hate it outwardly as someone in the trade like when this sure. when they run their campaign you can't say you don't like it that leads to confrontation yeah. and everybody's just being phony but I don't, I, I don't for like a second believe that what, yeah, no, what, what, I'll, what I'll say about this movie is when this won the Oscar they immediately were like we need more black people and women on the academy yeah that's that was a direct reaction to like we need different people voting on this this is like the Clinton of Oscar winners yeah yes <laughs> uh, okay so number 38 uh, the high vote on this was Chris. Chris had it at number twenty. Oh, uh, this is not. This is an excellent movie. Yeah, top top twenty. Here we top go. twenty. Uh, the low vote on this was Derek. Derek had it at number thirty-eight. So right on the button, you got it. Uh, Glory. Yeah. Again, stack list. Yeah, I enjoy um, the movie. This is another example of um, white filmmakers telling relatable supposedly relatable black stories we using but this one when you talk about performances blow, blow I mean come on I, I mean I will say I, I enjoyed Matthew Broderick still think it was an odd casting choice I um, think but a lot of this job was in the face and in the mannerisms and yeah. the way he cracked the voice Carrie always yeah. confused me too with his accent I feel like it changed every scene Boston Brahmin that's that it idea. was yeah. <laughs> Denzel of course is Denzel's a, a highlight Den- of Denzel yeah. and Morgan Freeman are Denzel wins the Oscar that one scene where 
it's getting worse. That's yeah, and Ooh. he just drops one tier, one tier, yeah. and yeah. that's it. The, uh, they just started polishing it, like, all right, yeah. get Denzel, fix <laughs> this, start chiseling his name in. This this movie's Denzel's like he you know he sees the thing being shiny, goes, I can do this all day. <laughs> yeah, this movie should be standard viewing in high schools because it's close to history. In high school, didn't yeah. we? Not everyone did though. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. A lot of people not from Massachusetts school. don't know like a lot of Massachusetts right. history, which yeah. is fucked up. Not a lot of females in this movie too, which can kind of derail a little. You can say this about like thirty-five. Of these yeah, movies. I, mean, I, I do know, say I, this I'm about aware. all war movies. But, but I mean, some <laughs> movies I feel like you, you you need female presence, not necessarily need it in this in this. That's why men start all wars? Yeah, that's true too. Uh, true. No yeah, style. talk to Helena fucking Troy about that Greek Gia. Yeah. <laughs> Greek Gia. That's your name now. Double G. So it's, it's like your, your most important cultural story is a war started by a woman. It's true. Yeah, it's also but it was fake, because isn't men it? were also obsessed with her, too. It's not her fault she was going. It was Orlando Bloom's fault, man. It was really... I know, it's really it was, Orlando It was Eros's fault, really. Who was that again? The god that threw the uh, apple of discord. fucking Greek people. And this is all... Hearsay. It's all hearsay. It's not even real. <laughs> Uh, we created okay. sex, okay? <laughs> yeah, I remember when... A I, woman I, started the fakest story of... <laughs> the fakest war ever. But I remember when Sean I was, Bean survived <laughs> that story. You know it's fucked up. <laughs> when I was in Greece, they, I was looking around for tourist things to do, and it says, Agamemnon's tomb. And I'm like, I'm like, why do I want to go there? That guy's an asshole. <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> All right. Um, so, number 37. It's our second drink. Oh, right. nice. Okay. Uh, the high vote, in the, and by the way, in our scoring, uh, the lowest possible score is five points. The highest possible score is 250 points. This is where we break into 100. This is where we break into triple digits. Uh, the high vote was Katie. She had a number 10. Oof. The low vote was, uh, it was a tie between me and Anthony. We Brussels, had it. We like had it. it. I mean, we liked it. We like it. Um, uh, we had it at 41. You didn't like it. Uh, it's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, I so, think I'm right there with you. You had 41. I had it at 39. Yeah. Mine was in that somewhere in the middle, I think. Yeah, you had it. And do you know what that means, boys? It's time. And ladies. Is this a cotton candy drink? Derek, it's, you had it at 23. Yeah, I liked it. Yep, yeah, this is chocolate martini. Chocolate martini. So we're going to pause. We're going to drink. We're going to get back. We're going to give our thoughts on We're going to jump out of bed and dance for the first time in 20 years. Absolutely. Fuck you, Grandpa Joe. And we're back. Rick, so how's let's... your martini? Oh, it's delicious. We got a chocolate martini here. To, to... And to... it's not even James Bond. This is and Derek's drinking to... his chocolate milk. <laughs> this is close to chocolate milk booze can get. It, it, Listen, it is. If, I'm not, if I'm not having a spudge chocolate milk, it's not a little chocolate milk. So, Willy Wonka. Um, obviously, Gene Wilder. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. In fucking incredible in this movie. Yep. Um, Set design. Set design. Beautiful. Here's here's my my problems with it. Um, cheer up, Charlie. Yeah. Stops the movie fucking dead. Not as bad as you think it is. It's I, bad. What, wait, what is it? The the song cheer that Charlie's. Cheer up, Charlie. Yeah. Oh. The weirdest line of that song is, "You know the world is still your toy." <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like a poor kid. <laughs> He's what like, "Mama ain't got no toys." Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second. Yeah. Grandpa Joe, let's talk about it. I have not heard this episode that you guys have recorded yet. We, we trash him. You're, you're I assume about we, to say everything. I'm, I'm sure you cover we it. We trash yeah. Joe. Oh, yeah. Grandpa Joe, yeah. if he was my grandfather, I'd cut his throat in his fucking sleep. Yeah. Sucks. Here's the money shit. for tobacco, asshole. Yeah. Toxic yeah. masculinity, Grandpa yeah. Joe. Yep. Yeah. 
Here's my other question. What's the sex situation like with the grandparents? There's not, not there, there, there can't be anything. There, are they swinging? No, no. I think they're swinging. They're just rolling over and, you know, taking what's given to them. <laughs> I just want to smell the shit when the person's in the bedpan. <laughs> that fresh, fresh, old person shit that, guess what? Probably Charlie or his mother has to fucking clean yeah. every fucking day. All right, we are drinking sucks. chocolate martinis we are. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doing Austin Powers. Big yeah, Austin. Like shit. Yeah. shit, Austin. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, moving forward. Uh, the next one is number 36. The high vote on this was Katie. She had it at number five. Woo! Now, this is a personal thing for her. She wears a lot of merchandise from this movie. I know what movie this is. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she was on it. Yes. Uh, the low vote on this was Derek. He had it at number 31. That's not that bad. Not bad not at all. Not terrible. Again, yeah, that's fine. all the votes were higher than the actual ranking. It's just the way the scoring worked out. Uh, and that movie is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Great movie for its time. Even now, it, it's uh, the animation's great, the songs are fun. Yeah. It's just, again, when I first saw it, it was when we did the episode. So, again, not a movie that like resonated me, with me, but when I hear that it resonated with other people, I get why. I'm, I, I'm not I, lost in this movie. I loved this as a kid. I grew up with it, and uh, I had it right at 30. So, when you know, even you didn't grow up with it like I did, but I, you know, was, right. was still right there. Yeah. So. Num- so yeah, I mean, I this is this is a movie I really enjoy. Certainly, like top, top thirty in this list is like an elite movie. Is, is this is this one gonna survive with the next generations coming out? Maybe, I think it will. This is this is baby's first not. goth movie. This is I think the and I know it's a Henry Selleck movie, but it has the Burton aesthetic. Right. I think the Burton aesthetic is so strong. Okay. That it's all right. No, it's, yeah, it'll it's transcend yeah. the generations. I think. Yeah. Okay, so number thirty-five, the high vote on this was Chris, and this beat Nightmare Before Christmas by one single point. Um, the high vote on this was Chris. He had it at number th- uh, twenty-one. The low vote on this was Derek. He had it at number forty-nine. Wow. Yeah. What so, a long fall for Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis, yes, Robert Zemeckis, our defending champion, who does have another movie on this list. So he might defend. He came, he gave his trophy back earlier today. It was a beautiful ceremony we had. Uh, Bob Gale cried the whole time. He did. He did. Uh, it is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, like I said before in the episode, ahead of its time, the animation was cool. It was a, the, the cool mix of animation and, and live action. Um, it was a better concept than a movie for me. I'm never going to convince you to like this movie. No. This no, movie. I don't think it's a good movie. I think the concept's really cool. The characterization's fun. Christopher Lloyd's a lot of fun. The story itself's, I think, kind of abysmal, honestly. But uh, this fucking guy—it's—it's it's like it's, it's just it, halfway through the movie, and I was like, "Is this over soon?" You're not a film noir was, guy, right? You know, you don't really like. Well, it, it depends. It depends. But again, I, like I said before, I respect what this did and how it was done. It just wasn't my type. Of, it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, I think the story's hilarious. A yeah. straight man detective is being contacted in this universe where toons and humans interact. I mean, you don't have to explain it to me. I saw the fucking Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Sorry. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, how's that I mean, I think story? we I think we'd say Derek is <laughs> I feel like there's some tension right now. Gee, are you, are you a Roger Rabbit person? Um, I definitely saw it growing up um, and I feel like now as an adult, I think it is kind of like it's two worlds combining of not just the toons and the humans, but the like 
things that we watched when we were children with really adult matter. Yeah. And so I was seeing it as a kid. I watched a lot of things as a yeah. kid where I was like, why am I, this, is, this, is a, this now, shouldn't be ready for me. Now, Chris, you lived in Los Angeles for a while. Uh, do you think that that colored your perception of the movie? Do you think you like it more because of the it, time you, it, you spent in L.A.? Absolutely. This this is like a just a love letter to Hollywood in general. You get some, all genres get touched. You got Daffy Duck and um, Donald, Donald Duck, Duck yeah. do dueling pianos yeah. in a jazzy nightclub. That was in my top three scenes. That's sure. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah that, was like, that was great. I still, uh, when watching that scene, have you guys, this is a silly, this is going to be a silly question on, on hand. Have you guys watched the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Plus? Not yet. No. It on is, the list. It is essentially a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. In Toontown and shit? Like, it's, it's the same. Running with the universe? It's like different cameo. Like fucking um, Randy Marsh has a cameo in it. Like, well, don't bringing, spoil it for uh, me. That's, right? There's so many cameos. Every shot is, is like as an in-joke. Like, it's, I, can't, I heard great things about it. It's, it's a super fun I movie. I remember, if I recall correctly, I couldn't get over Roger Rabbit's voice, too. I was kind of, it was annoying. Yeah. It's a funny voice. Yeah. It wasn't funny to me. Hey, Derek! <laughs> it's fucking funny voice! It's <laughs> funny. Hey, Derek! He feels the same way about, like, Spongebob's voice. Like, okay. oh, so he does. So, no, so the like thing we know about voice. Derek is that he doesn't like happiness. He, he hates like joy. I just said he, I like hate, he hates I'm childlike sorry. wonder. I, I, I Bob Hoskins. Yeah, I'm, I'm bouncing off the walls. I'm jumping all okay. around. Okay, so let's uh, that scene, let's though? let's reverse this a little bit because right. uh, number thirty four, uh, the high vote on this was Anthony. He had it at number ten. I can't wait to hear this. The low vote on this was Chris, who had it at number forty nine. I get to watch this battle. What do you from think? Far. What do you think it is? You're, you're going to be on Anthony's side. Yeah. Number ten, huh? Yeah. You're going to be. On it's got Anthony's something side. very much in common with the last movie we talked about. You, you're on Anthony's side yeah. on this one. This one, this battle's for me Wally? and you. No. So Derek just put up his beach chair to watch me and Anthony go at yeah. it. It's but, gonna. Be, it's yeah. about to be me and Derek. Yeah. Uh, right. That mo- This movie is Jojo Rabbit. Joseph Rabbit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, 49, man. That, do you even like fucking films? Oh, I love them. The movie was in, incredible. Are you not a fan of Taika Waititi? Or? So you guys don't like Roger Rabbit, and I'm getting blasted hey, for not liking Joseph Rabbit? Like Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit was, just... was, it's not, I mean, Roger Rabbit, it, so, it did something that was different for sure, but Jojo Rabbit, I feel like mixed so many emotions into, into one film yeah, that it successful. Yeah, it's, it's a little too all over the place for me. Uh. I never got into the Holocaust spoof genre. I do like... <laughs> <laughs> because that's a genre. I do like no, Mel I mean, Brooks' yeah, Life is Beautiful is there. Mel, like, there's a Hollywood... I, yeah, I, 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 I do yeah, like Mel Brooks' like take yeah. on the, the Holocaust sure. spoof, but he does it through the producers. And Mel Brooks is saying, the worst fucking play of all time is going to be a spoof on the Holocaust. Right. And which brings us from one rabbit to another to Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> but I see this as more of like uh, just the, the perspective through a child's eyes who grew up in the Hitler Youth. So it's not that you're I, making a spoof of the Holocaust. It's just you're seeing it through the eyes of this little boy who and, and thinks that this guy is his hero. I get that, but also the boy in the striped pajamas did that too, like a few years before. And I feel like way more effective. What were you talking I, about? I I the boy with the striped pajamas. His father works at the SS. He becomes friends with one of the kids in the concentration camp. It's through the child perspective. His I mean, sister's I, a big. His sister's pretty much the character from Joseph Rabbit. Who's the one? Joseph, Joseph Rabbit. <laughs> Jerome I think, Rabbit. I think, I, honestly, this is like. I think every category, I give it an A. Like the music chosen. And the Eric, acting, you, you had this at number. You had this at number twelve. Yeah. Uh, I had it. I was more in the middle. I had it at thirty-three. Um, Katie out of the 45 she was down lower with Chris wow. 
Wow. Uh, I think this is an incredible... It doesn't hit everybody. Movie. Me and Katie agree. I yes, mean, Katie. <laughs> I, I just feel like uh, the emotion at the end of the movie with the music and the dancing yeah. they do and, like, they're free. And, and then, of course, uh, what's the actor's name? Um, I always forget that love. I, uh, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah. His death is so, uh, spoiler alert, like it's so emotional and, and strange and yeah. uh, I, I think that there was just a lot of different things I'd never seen before. But I, I feel like we're not far enough from World War II in the aftermath of it to be doing these types yeah, of Yeah, we got, we got Nazis roaming the street, so I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. I don't from think that. it was this I, am, I, I, get where, I get where both sides are coming from because there certainly have been movies that I've seen that are like, it's a little too soon. Um, I think there's... There's a lot to like about this movie. Um, I think Sam Rockwell's tremendous. Uh, I think just the the underlying themes of like the mother loving her son, even though the son is going. I even, off I, I didn't even think about Derek, Scott Johansson. Derek, I didn't think about her. Derek, I'm talking. Scott Johansson. <laughs> uh, no, so so I, I think those themes are good. I also think um, maybe the depiction of Hitler, played by Taika himself. Is a little too frivolous. Again, a kid's imagination. And sure, but this is the kid's imagination through an adult's imagination. Played for like, laughs. We, yeah. To so I, I don't think it's entirely successful. Are fantasy, well, he's also, they are. Tino says it every also time Jewish, he's in Basically, what I heard him say in interviews is that, like, what better way? He's like, I didn't do any research on him because fuck him. Like, I don't. So sure. I, I did this, you know, it, like, and how, how best to represent someone than a Jew themselves, you know? So I yeah. will say that same as Green Book, where I went into a movie having no fucking clue what it was really going to be about, and boom! Absolutely just could, didn't expect what I was going to see. It blew your dick off your body. It was hanging off. <laughs> it, my, my dick, it didn't shrivel completely away, but it, it, it shriveled okay. a little bit. All right. I feel bad for your brain so, and your dick. Okay. Well, so here's, we just traded our love, love and hate of rabbit movies. Yeah. Derek shit on mine, I shit on okay. his. Okay. So here's Don't fuck uh, with my rabbit. Here's an interesting. So this one, this one actually is one of the more consistent ones as to where everyone had it. So the high vote on this one, number 33... Um, the high vote was Anthony. He had it at number 21. The low vote was me. I had it at 36. Um, this is uh, our other movie by our defending champion. Uh, this is Forrest Gump. You love it, you hate it. Well, no. Because everyone had it in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I don't love it. You pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. much like it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. It's all right. Like Get it. some problems. Overrated. Some Overrated, but good. I have it in 34. Yep. And it was the only reason it won the Oscar that year is because it was the safe bet. Like it you, shouldn't. Have, it shouldn't have won the Oscar. You have that a year. Bubba Gum shrimp shirt. That's right? true. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, true. Thank yep. you for reminding me. Yeah. Yep. We were supposed to do the shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Derek didn't hill up his. No, his I did, I'm wearing Forrest Gump. It's, it's just blacked out. You can't really see what it says. What is? What is? It, what movie is it? It says. What does it say, Derek? Boy has no heart. I had it at 34. Right in the middle with everyone else. Yeah. So again, um, Forrest Gump, there's... We talked about this in the episode. A lot. Like, this This is a movie where what you bring to it is what you will get out of it. And you can see it as an entirely cynical uh, takedown of boomer culture. You could see it as, like, a very, you know, heartwarming story of a guy making his way through life and, you know, experiencing society. Um, if you ask people on the street who are kind of clueless, 
and just say, what did Forrest Gump mean to you? A lot of them are going to take their time and be like, I don't really know. Yeah. Until you actually talk about this movie, you realize that it's kind of just about luck. It's like, and, a, it's like a flip book. You're just flipping yeah. through the pages. Like, well, I think Rick said it best in the episode. He's like, is the moral, if you don't do anything, good things happen? Type thing? Is, also, is that what it is? I also I, think it's kind of like, don't underestimate someone. Like, you know, he, from the very sure. age, was just completely beaten down. He taught Elvis. Really yeah. He taught he Elvis everything. I, yeah. I think to, to me it means like always be brave, like always do the brave thing or be yourself. Well, here's the thing. Be true to yourself. Here's the thing. You know who does that? Jenny does that. And what she get? But, but fucking AIDS. His his bravery is kind of different because he ends up, you know, Purple Heart veteran. Like, war, you know, his, but, his story. They're two different trajectories, of course. Okay. He always followed like, what's the brave thing to do? Like, I could cower, I could, I could be a coward or be brave. He also ruined Lieutenant Dan's life for a long time. I mean, that Lieutenant, was part Dan of Lieutenant Dan Dan's wanted journey. to die yeah. in the war, and then later so on he was he like, had a beautiful woman. Yeah, but he would have been fine That's dying like, too. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan did not have a right to what he thought was his destiny, and he had a hard time living in that yeah. world after that. Yeah, for a long time. And then look who shows up with new legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the space shuttle. Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Okay, this is this is one I think I'm going to get yelled at here. Um, number 32. Number 32. Okay, so the high vote on this was Derek. Derek had it at number two. Rick. Ooh. The low vote was me. I had it at 44. Yeah, you're wait, taking, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm, not really I'm, not, I'm not done. Uh, Anthony did not see it. What? Anthony didn't see He's it. He's a fucking Italian kid. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, what the fuck's wrong with you? Chris, what do you think it is? Uh, it's it's got to be a Bronx tale. It is a Bronx tale. <laughs> it's got to be. Um, which I had Rick, at number nine in the yeah, top yeah, ten. Chris, this yeah. is like the <laughs> ultimate movie. What, like, what number did you have it at, right? I had it at 44. Uh, 44. Put him in the fucking bathroom. Don't <laughs> <laughs> do the wheels and he ain't gonna fit. <laughs> um, I think it was a lot of like. Uh, Rick, I already Rick, am already Rick. angry. <laughs> I just felt a finger to my lips. Rick, you are such a yuppie. <laughs> no, I'm not a fucking yuppie. No. Okay. Um, this move again. This is a, this is a list where Rick's face like I like drinks coffee. He's about to punch him in the fucking mouth. <laughs> um. Oh my I God. don't think I don't think I'm our, having a panic attack. <laughs> I don't think our lead character, our lead actor, is particularly good. Uh, I think it's, he's, it's I, not about I think him. He's great. Yeah, I think he's a lot of fun. It's I think, not about him. I it's fucking disagree. Sunny. I'm talking, Depp. No, dude. <laughs> <The two laughs> uh, now, I I appreciate that Chaz Palantari's performance is wonderful. Um, but it's again, this is a situation very much uh, to me. Similar to Green Book, where it's like, if we could just get a white guy and a black girl to date, we can just fucking solve racism. Where Green Book's like, we can just get two, a white guy and a black guy to be friends, racism I, is solved. I have to interject. Why yeah. don't we just not, like a movie based on performances and having fun? Th- this is, it's an impossible romance from the beginning. The nuance of, of the world that they live in will never make it happen. It's not the fantasy of West Side Story. They... Of course, it's a positive relationship, and we want them to be together. But this will not succeed because of the world they live in. The soundtrack I, alone is better than Forty Four on this list. There, there was interracial relationships back in the past. Granted, like they had to go through a lot of shit, but that's not to say that they didn't succeed. Yeah. You know how to make sauce? What? What? <laughs> you know, sauce and macaroni. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> uh, De Niro, 
great directing, I think. Uh, M- music choice alone. This was actually, is. this for a long time was my number one movie of all time. I, I don't think it was trying time. to solve racism. I think it was just a situation of, from the perspective of C, he sees people a different way than he's told to see people. And it gets him and his friends and this whole world gets in trouble because of it. And the only guy who, who had the foresight and the wisdom to see people for who they are and not what they look like is fucking Sonny. So the night where he wanted to go see Sonny and tell, and it's tragic. And think about what a beautiful story that is. Come on, Rick, come come to our side. Listen, of this. Again, Ruin my whole again, fucking lunch. <laughs> <laughs> again, this is this the is a list. Guy, the bad this is a guy list was the good guy. Where there's 48 movies that I really like. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to fucking you, guy. All right. I will say wait, this. Wait, your fucking time is coming, Derek. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. But a Bronx Tale. It's just, it's just another Bronx Tale, man. That's what uh, the movie is to me. It's just another story. An urban that's just tragedy. Kind of a, a, like, like a quick camera on a, a little neighborhood, you know? Okay, so so here's a movie. Uh, next yeah, one. Let's just skip ahead. Let's go. All right, you, bring it on, Derek. It wasn't done. Bring it the fuck on. We're done. coming for you later. We're coming for you. Come for you, motherfucker. Uh, number 31. This is Hulk. a movie that ranked... Hulk Hogan. This, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. This is a movie that ranked quite a bit higher than I thought it would. Uh, and I, li- I like this movie. Um, so, number 31, uh, the highest ranking, Katie, had it at number four. The lowest rating was Chris. Uh, can, am I gonna, can, I, can I sit back in this fight? I bet you it's new. Because we did a lot of all-time so, classics. New movies. I'm Chris so, no, they're all all-time classics. So, so Chris had it at number 47. Derek, what do you think it is? I mean, I don't know. I mean, four and, and 47? Yep. Uh, do you know where I ranked it? Uh, you ranked it, I think you had it on the higher end, but let me look. You had it actually right in the middle, you had it at 25. I don't know what you're saying. Get, get your this list. Is, I don't uh, Yeah, so you can... Okay, uh, I will do that. Yeah. Um, 4 and 47, huh? This is all over the place. I had it at 40, uh, Anthony had it at 24, so it's, it's all over the map. I don't know. School of Rock. You had it at 47? That means it's better than Joseph Rabbit, Dune, and it's Chamber of Jojo Secrets. It's Jojo Rabbit, you fuck. <laughs> that, means, that puts it pretty high. Jeremiah Rabbit, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I feel like you're not a big fan of comedies unless it has a crazy asshole piece of shit named Woody Allen in it. Well, the guy in School of Rock's pretty much a crazy asshole piece of shit. No, he's not a piece of shit. He's a nice fucking guy. So this, this to me, was... I watched it, and I was like, that was nice. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Just, it's it like, didn't engage me. It's well, Radio you're, Disney. You're also it's, not music people. It's Radio, it's radio Disney, like... Well, I saw it in the theater when it first came out, and then I just grasped, I grasped it so much because I felt like all of the all of the music they were talking about was always my taste, but none of the kids my age give yeah. a shit about that music taste. So, like, the moment I saw that, like, diagram on the board of, like, just, like, all the different bands, I'm like, I love Zappo, question marks. <laughs> well, it's great, too, because same thing with me. It's like, when he, when he tells the class, like, Led Zeppelin, they're all like, what the fuck? Puff Daddy. Like, I feel like that, too, with people. So I think that, like, he brought the classic rock to the kids. And also, I have to give props to the director to be, like, to, to, to direct a bunch of kids like that and have it work out is actually kind of a cool feat as well. Yeah. No, I, I think I think very good child. I'm not saying that it's like... Because you're, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. <laughs> and the legend! <laughs> no, it's definitely got laughs. It's a good family movie. I but get that he's an adult man who literally broke into, like, lied about being a teacher and then literally changed their entire school year. I will say this kind of reminded me of the same idea but of, like... that's what I wanted. Like, 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 like death to Smoochie. Like, Robin... Go do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, like Jack, just, just go full Jack Black. That's what I like about it, you know. 
I would yeah, it's, a v- it's definitely a star future. vehicle, definitely. Yeah. But guys, with the rest of this list, it, to no, me, it doesn't it. really... Yeah, yeah, no, that's well, that's the thing. I also because think that I got flack for giving Lincoln 44, but School of Rock's 47, which means it's right there with you, Lincoln. I don't give you flack. <laughs> I don't give you flack. It's right up there with Green Book in 45. <laughs> okay, all right. So, moving on. Um, okay, so this one, I, I, maybe a little surprising where, where it landed. So the high vote on this one was Derek. Uh, he had it at 18. The low vote on this was Anthony, the, the classic rivalry. Uh, he had it at number 38. We're not too bad right now. But we're I'm not too bad. I mean, we're, 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 we're in the top you, 30 now. We're in the top 30 been, now. I don't know if you've been uh, watching movies together or something, but uh, you're, uh, yeah, you're on the same page. <laughs> uh, low vote was Anthony. He had number 38. So this is Batman Begins. So his take is bad. Yeah, definitely. Batman Begins is an incredible movie. It's, it is, yeah. It's yeah, an incredible movie. So, Bottom line, yeah. it's so well crafted. Any movie that changes like the industry, yep. like this one did, it did. is incredible. This was the, like the new... like. Uh, this I'll, is this is another movie. So I, I had it at 30. Chris uh, had it, I think, at 22. 22. Honestly, if it wasn't the Heath Ledger, I think, right. that, I think I like it better than The Dark Knight if it wasn't the Heath Ledger. It's got a more con- consistent story. So... Um, yeah, I mean, Batman Begins is, uh, to me, um, it has some weaknesses. I think the... So I, I, I certainly like a lot of it. I think the, the last act is a little... It's, it's, I think The Dark Knight really does hurt this movie, where it takes it and it, like... To me, The Dark Knight improves upon it so much that it doesn't, like... It, it 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 makes it look worse in comparison. I don't agree. I think this was the hallucin- and again at number thirty. I don't dislike the hallucinogen it. stuff was incredible. Batman yeah, was yeah. hovering over. You're, I definitely think it was better than the last Batman movie. Rick, you're a Batman guy. Yeah. This was the first time in our lifetime that we got to actually yeah, buy a ticket, right. sit down, and get taken on the journey. You're absolutely and right. And this one was too. fucking incredible. Yeah. I saw it in theaters when Derek ditched me and the Scots one day. Both of them. Uh, I started with Steve. You the had same both day. Scots for one movie. <laughs> I did we see had both it. Scots because we were supposed to do some filming for uh, for Wild Sips. Shout out Wild Sips. Um, yeah, because oh five. That was my fucking brainchild. This is oh five. Yeah, when you fucking showed up. Um, oh jeez. But I'm ready now. They're <laughs> <laughs> actually call the Scots. You can't see at home, but they have their hands I I gently <laughs> wrapped around each other. I think I messaged <laughs> Scott Reed like. Three years ago, this guy's back to me. <laughs> um, He's holding on. No, costumes. but Derek didn't show up one day, and I guess we were supposed to film. And I guess I guess we just go see Batman, impromptu Batman. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah Batman again. This I, is a movie I like a lot. Um, definitely top twenty-five for me. I yeah, you got you have it. You have it twenty-two. Ultimately, so, ultimately, I think it's a little bit better than the newest Batman movie. I dis- the reason why I, is the new Batman movie is about 45 minutes too long, number one. And, and I agree with you, Joe. That's the biggest <laughs> failure think, of that so movie. So I don't think it's the length. I that, think The movie's a thousand years long. So I don't think, to me, the Batman, I think I don't think the length is a problem. I think the problem is that they sideline Riddler, and Riddler should have been there at the last big fight. I think that takes the movie, and see, I have that as my number two Batman movie. I have The Dark Knight above it. Uh, spoilers, I guess, for later on the list. I have The Dark Knight above Batman Begins, and I have Batman Begins 3. Is my, my Batman movies, I think. It's uh, just, it, the last 30 minutes, I was like, man, I was getting drained. Yeah, like, and I was oh. like that in the middle, like, hour. Yeah, I think... Um, I like Detective Batman, though. I like, I like how they yeah, portrayed Batman. And I, I like Detective I, Batman. I, th- I think, um, to me, it's... If you take Riddler and put him there at the end, 
then it, it gives a more personal face than just like Batman beating up a bunch of fucking thugs. I also didn't like how they wrote Alfred out of it because they didn't know what to do with him. They're like, oh, well, I also think the, like, the penguin stuff really yeah. didn't make a whole lot of sense. I love the penguin it was stuff. His, his makeup, incredible. The story, eh. That's the one part that I, I agree with Rick on. Like, the penguin stuff was strong for me. I like really? that. Yeah. I, just, I didn't think... It, they threw him in shackles and he waddled. That was good. Come no, on. no, his performance was great and the makeup was great, but the story was like... You know, like, weirdly, we'll go, you know, weirdly what, I would, what I would cut he's, from that movie? He's playing a capo going to be the boss. Yeah. Here's what I would cut from that movie, and you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. The Batmobile chase. No, yeah, you're wrong. I, no, it, that's I, I the think, only action scene in the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it doesn't need action. It's all. I think, fucking, I think it's a Batman still, movie. It's seven. Yeah, it's Batman. We, it's, it's, have, it's we Batman want gadgets, seven. damn it. Yeah, but you put Riddler at the end, and you have a better action scene at the end. I don't. I don't need that. that and it's, Batmo- to me, it's so long. That Batmobile me, was badass. More Paul Dano. Just, so I, as much as I love the song "Something in the Way" by Nirvana, they played that like three different times. I'm like, all right, they have other. Songs. You know, that was telling you. Is the, there was the something way. in the way. Oh, I got yeah, it. Yeah. I figured it out. I Bottom mean, line. What was in the like, way? we got to figure it out. Bottom line. More Paul Dano is what you need. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Any movie. I needed, I needed more uh, Arkham Prisoner and makeup, I think. Um, yeah, that was... Yeah. I think maybe that you might get what you want. Was that... Wait, wait, was that... <laughs> we're up in the movie. There <laughs> was... No, he was at the <laughs> very at the end. end. There yeah. was another deleted scene. I saw the deleted scene. Guys, which, they should have kept that in. Yeah. We're on the Why totally the wrong... Yeah. We're on the totally Let's, wrong Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Batman Begins. I, we all like it. We all like it. Killian Murphy's Scarecrow was awesome. And yes. Killian Murphy's amazing. All right, let's move on. Have let's, a little fire. Let's get going. Yeah. One line is... Lighten up. One line is... You gotta bring one line is back. We get a drink. We get a drink coming. Finally. The high vote on this movie was Derek. Hook. Yes. Derek has it at number nine. Number nine. That's egregious. But egregious. I, I can't, no, I can't disagree the with low, this one. The You're low fine. vote on this movie was, was this guy. <laughs> was Rick. I had it at 39. All right, so fuck Rick up, because I had it at 25. Hey, yeah. Yeah. all I right. Like Hook. Hook is just, like, Again, just childhood for me. Like, it's I like just, it. It's good. I it's enjoy good. it. Has some issues, has some problems. And thud butt's not one of them. It's fun though, isn't it fun? There is. It's thud fun. Butt cheese. There was it's thud fun. butt cheese. Yeah, there was thud butt cheese. It's fun, but that's all it is. It's just fun. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's not. You man, you stupid, stupid man. But it's yeah. also emotional, you know. Yeah. There's and also, I think if I think if Derek admits. That Hook and Smee are in the middle of a torrid love affair. Oh yeah, no, it's a beautiful oh, absolutely. story. Steven Spielberg yeah. himself said. Yeah. Somebody asked him, "Are they queens?" It's a kids movie. <laughs> so, but so they, yeah, but hom- homosexuality is not necessary, not automatically. Back in the adult. early nineties, it wasn't for children. Yeah, they're fucking each other off screen. As soon as the camera goes dark, Smee is fucking grabbing his ankles. <laughs> oh Smee, you old, you old fool. <laughs> yeah, that's too much for me to handle. So we do have a drink coming, but I, I did want to show Derek something. So if you so want to, he's, he's blowing him. He's like, I let's like uh, it. yeah. So I is, like this, is this for on air or we we pause? It? Yeah, let's pause. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna pause. We need a drink, and we'll be back with more of the countdown. Ooh, and we're back, Rick. What are you drinking, bud? I'm drinking a Captain Hook. Glad that you asked. It's... I'm drinking a lemon diet snapple. <laughs> oh, you see that? Don't you touch anything? <laughs> uh, enjoy your, di- your diet snaps, Derek. Uh, yeah, boy. So, we are uh, drinking a Captain Hook. It's, it's got lots of rum. It's got lots of blue curacao. So, I think it's Captain, Captain Morgan rum. It looks like a lot of sugar. A, a little Malibu rum. Diabetes. A little blue curacao. And I'll tell you the what. main ingredient, pineapple juice, which I did not figure out. Hey, Chris, can I taste this for a second? <laughs> this 
isn't Malibu. <laughs> Everyone, all three of you that get that joke, please enjoy it. I didn't even know I said it until Rick had to remind me of that story. <laughs> all right. Let's, um, let's talk about Hook. Yeah. Rufio. Um, Rufio. Rufio. Again. Oh, that is so dangerous. <laughs> Rob, Robin Williams. Tremendous in it. A plus. Child actors in this movie. Not, oh, not great. They're just kids. They're good. They're off. I mean, That's fine. The kids in school rock much better than the actors, the child actors in this I one. I think they're serviceable for this movie. Yeah. yeah, the kids in school rock were like industry lost, professionals. Yeah, These the kids were like recruiting. Maybe get a fucking industry professional in. The kid who plays Pockets, cute as hell. I think the kid who plays Jack did a pretty good job. And like, yeah. Maggie is just a little girl, you know? I, I, Maggie, I, Maggie grew up. So I, I didn't even remember there were kids up. in this movie mm-hmm. so until Rick brought it up. Okay, let's... The kid who plays... Uh, Peter's son is like a super hardcore public. Nobody player. watches this really? movie for those yeah. kids. Oh, they watch it for Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Bob Hoskins, yeah. for, uh, you know, um, McGonagall, Phil Collins. <laughs> Maggie Smith. Yes. Maggie Smith. Maggie Col- Smith is actually 125 years old now. <laughs> Phil Collins and David She Crosby. looked, they did a great job making her look yeah. old then, but I don't know. I don't know. How Glenn old close. is she now, really? A hot take? I think she looks hot in her little uh, nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hard thing. I've been running. Chris and Granny. Hello, boy. Yeah. All I have to say is there was a Hard Day's Night Sheets in that movie, and that was fucking amazing. That was true. There was a whole Beatles section There was a whole Beatles room. This one may be controversial. Okay. So, number 28. Um, The high vote on this movie is Chris. Right, what do we got? Chris had it at number eight. Oh. The low, the low vote. Wait, wait. Whoa. The low vote Derek, on this. Wait, let the record show. Derek said, "I already hate it." Yeah. <laughs> the low vote on this movie under is, his shitty breath. Wait, 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 wait. The low vote on this movie is Katie. Aha. She had it at thirty-six. Okay. Right, Anthony Rick. did not see it. Boom. This is this is one that could have been much higher yeah. than this. this. Although honestly, I don't think Anthony would particularly Probably like this movie. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, this movie is Casino. What number was it for you? Eight. I love Casino. Casino. So why you Cor- Casino, by the way, directed by <laughs> by Martin Scorsese. Yes, it's Scorsese. It's like it's Scorsese. 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 Martin Scorsese. Like I said earlier, Rick is such a yuppie. <laughs> you can't even pronounce Italian names. Can we anymore. talk about Joe Pesci's southern St. Louis accent in this movie? You motherfucker! <laughs> we had all the high-tech equipment. The scramblers, cameras that see in the dark. There's that one, <laughs> one scene where he's talking about you know, the guys he takes his jewels to. That line. <laughs> you know, Arabs, you know. That, that scene. So I down to the bank. So I have my money. I'll crack so, your fucking head open. You got any more diamonds in there? You so got Derek... Any, you got any more diamonds in there? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said they were gone. All right, love you. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this right in the middle. I had it at 25. Um, Derek, you had this uh, at 15. Um, I'm hot on Casino. Yeah, you're, you, Chris, you're the, you're the highest. Let me ask you uh, this. It's a cinematic masterpiece. Let me ask you this, because this is the ultimate question. Masterpiece. Casino or Goodfellas? No, it's not an easy one. It's not. Goes with the mood. If I just got back from Vegas, casino. <laughs> Any other day. I was expecting you to say Goodfellas there. <laughs> Any other day. When I came back from Vegas, it's got to be Goodfellas. Yeah. When you walk, I mean, there's no movie that gets a city, like, history and development better than, the culture of the city is just, blah, here it is. I don't know what it is, but I, I, for me, Casino is one of the best Sunday morning movies. 
when you get up because, and you're like, what am yeah. I going to do today? Because, then, you, because you because you watch it, it's two in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you I'm something. Sharon days. Stone in this movie. What? Tremendous. Oh. Tremendous. One of the you one of watch the a casino in church. Ginger. No. <laughs> 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 Moving on. G- ginger. Uh, yeah. So. Ginger, I think you're beautiful. Yeah. So. Well, I think you're beautiful. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a, this is a movie I think it's we all. James Woods. Woods. James Woods in that movie. James Woods. I'll James put you Woods. in a fucking box and mail you to Honduras. <laughs> Let's have a James Wood minute. Um, James Woods is an actor that I fucking hate. That I love his work. He's so a much. piece of shit. He's the guys, worst. Guys, conservative <laughs> Trump fucking yeah. scum sucking asshole. If, if you love know, his acting, if you know how to use Google Image Search, and I'm not going to give anyone any hints, you can find a picture of me and James Woods on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know he he's, he called me a gentleman. He is, and He's he is, very cool. And then he said, and "Ooh, piece candy." He he, <laughs> he jokingly referred to his girlfriend who was probably 26 and I was like 18 at the time as his daughter as a joke just for himself because I don't know who the fuck she was that's fucked up yeah it, he called her his, his daughter that's and gross yeah he had a giggle to it ew so he also said I was a gentleman so that's the kind of guy we're talking about <laughs> yeah. here he called David Spade a chicken shit yeah, yeah. so chicken so, shit so everyone who thinks Chris is a gentleman is a scumbag I think we've exactly. covered this I think uh, he, he may be a scumbag but he's a high quality a standard for gentlemen yeah. <laughs> can I just say something about Scorsese and that's the fact Scorsese that, Scorsese the fact yeah. that he Martin, the fact Marty Scorsese. The fact that he gives characters that aren't even that big their own inner monologues, like Frank Vincent. What can I say? I love that part. All right. Frank Vincent deserves it. Okay. All right. So, this one. Let's do it. This one's going to get people upset. Uh, The high vote on this. So, this is number 27. So, we're getting getting close to the halfway point. Um, We're more than an hour in. This episode is going to be a marathon. Uh, so Chris is a high vote in this one. Um, he's has it at number eleven. Katie did not see it. The low vote, and this is one that I got a comment on from Anthony, is is Anthony. He had it at number forty-two. Where did I have it? Uh, Derek, you had it. Let's see here. You had it at number fourteen, which is actually the exact same place I had it. And this movie is Heat. Now, let's uh, let's I get. I just want to hear Anthony's take on yeah, how this isn't the best fucking heist movie. Why, of why all time. can we make an argument for a movie that speaks for itself? Let's hear Anthony. Come on, Anthony. Okay. I appreciate the impact that Heat has had on crime and action movies and the strong performances of De Niro and Pacino, especially in the few scenes where they're together. Ultimately, though, I just didn't care enough about any of the characters or the outcome of the movie. To me, the summary of the plot is. De Niro wants to rob banks, and Pacino doesn't want him to. As De Niro's character states, we are robbing the bank's monies. The robbing's... We're three drinks in, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not shit. We, we are robbing the bank's money, not yours. To be honest, I don't really care if he gets away with it. So I have a hard time connecting with Pacino's character, who sacrifices his personal life in order to hunt him down. Combine that with the disconnect of this movie being nearly three hours, oh, and it geez. just didn't grip me. Wow. Now, now, can I say something real yeah. quick? Please. I am going to say something right now that's controversial. Yeah. Let's hear it. He has a point. Okay. And here's the thing. But I don't look at this movie going, man, I hope Pacino gets De Niro. Yes. I yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think the characterization and the fun it brings, the action, mm. all that stuff make it the movie that it is. He, Anthony has a so, problem where he has to find a reason 
to like certain characters. I know somebody yeah. else like this as well. My, yep. my buddy Steve Scola, same way. He hates Pulp Fiction because there's no likable characters. I don't understand that. Right. I just think this is a great heist movie. There's a lot of great characters, and it's a fun movie to yes. watch. This is the ultimate heist movie. Yes. yes. It's the yeah. fucking, it's the creme de la creme. It's yeah. the cream of the crop. I agree. This movie, if, you, if you've watched them, if you know them, by the time this one comes out, you're sitting there watching this going, holy shit. There are moments where I want Val Kilmer and De Niro to get away. Honestly, like seriously. Yeah. So, so that, that, that's my, that, my point is that it shouldn't really matter. I mean, I get that some movies should matter that you want and the bad guy to get caught, but, you know. Not to get too personal, but, you know, I had some, uh, some there were some cops in the family and uh, detectives, Boston detectives, and obviously where we come from, it was a conflicted profession for them. And they had to do a lot of things, like interjecting with people they knew. And my favorite cousin told me, this movie speaks to the truth of how much the job takes from you. I believe it. Like other movies really couldn't get to it. And it also is like, this is Michael Mann. And if you look at Michael Mann's uh, oeuvre, it's very much about, and I talk about this in the Heat episode, it's about this guy's real good at his job, this guy's real good at his job. Right. Doesn't matter what it is. It's cops and robbers because those are the archetypes. Yep. So I... Let's kick it up a notch. Yes. And and let's kick it up a notch again when you get De Niro and Pacino. And let's not even I, mention all the other great acting in this movie. Just yes. Oh Ted Levine. Val yep. Kilmer. Ted Levine. Yes. You got bullet here, bullet yep. here. Dead now. And Dead. nobody... What I really appreciate this movie about this movie is that there's... This movie is not something where it's like, oh, this is the guy that trips up. And like, no. These are two guys at their fucking A-plus game. And what happens when the immovable uh, object meets right. the... the right. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, the immovable force meets the immovable object. Whatever. Uh, the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Right. Hogan and Andre is what I'm saying. Drinking, drinking, drinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to that scene, the shootout in downtown L.A. Beautiful. There, there has never been, even today... A scene that you shot in public that is that fucking great. The bank heist scene in the middle of the movie, the, the gun, the gunshot noises. Yeah, you gotta yeah. listen to it full blast or else you're not getting the end. Unbelievable! Of the movie. Oh, Unbelievable! God, just insane. That's this, a movie I want to see big. This movie, I see it yeah. In the theater. This I movie inspired so much more in the film world. We're talking about music in the rap world, video games, Grand Theft Auto, a lot of We're shit. We're gonna came get to a movie from this movie. We're gonna get to a movie that owes. A lot to this one. Yep, I know what we're talking about. Yep. So, let's move on. Uh, the next movie is number 26. The high vote on this one is Derek. Derek has it at number 5. I know what you're talking about. The low vote on this one is Chris. Chris has it at number 42. Chris. In this movie... we got to talk about this, buddy. Wait. Uh, I'm sorry, you have it at number 46, I'm sorry. Number 46. <laughs> wow, yeah. wow. Because he already said my 46. Yep, you have it at number uh, 46, and that is Little Miss Sunshine. Chris, let's just put it this way. It's just, just new I, I liked you. your episode about this movie better than I liked this movie. This movie, to me, I think has the best ensemble cast I've ever seen in it. 
I think um, everyone plays his part so well. Um, I, I think for me, I love, I love, I'm, I'm also like a teddy bear at heart where I love when families and, and group people come together to like, to, to help like a little kid or something. To that point where I'm like... Oliver, you're a big Oliver guy. Yeah, but Oliver's different because I, I'm like, I like lavish musicals, you know, I like the color purple. And I like rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the actual color purple or the right movie the color purple? Fuck that movie. <laughs> but I, you know, I think um, I, I love Steve Carell being, playing like, the serious part. Paul Dano, a big, big, big Paul Dano fan. I think Alan Arkin, like, just the lines he gives his granddaughter, like, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Like, there's so many great little elements okay, in this movie. Okay, so the, the one disagreement you're not going to get out of me is the cast. I agree with you, the cast is great. But my thing with this movie is... A cast can carry a film, and it does. This, you know, this is clocking in pretty high at forty-six. It means it's better than Dune and Joseph Rabbit. And never do Joseph Rabbit. And and done with. It's better than School of Rock. But this movie, when I saw it, I was like frivolous. I I walked away. I was like, what? This is what the world's coming to. Where we're gonna roll out the Oscars for this one? And I like the directors too. They've done good work. What do you like about the movie? It just doesn't speak to me. Okay, that's fair. That makes sense. That's fair. Yeah, it speaks to your personality. You're very unlikable. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's, a, that's my unlikable personality. I uh, felt it was a little convoluted, like just overlapping of everything. I like the cast, like you said. The bits didn't deliver to the cast who they were. I don't think the script was good enough for this cast. But this came out in the time of like I Heart Huckabees, which means you beef up the cast and you you blow the movie up with awards, but it doesn't make it a good movie. Well, I just want to say this for the record. That I I'm about to get. Hate you guys. I think you're abysmal, and I hate your face. Hey, to be hated by a guy who likes this movie—it's an honor. It's, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Where, where, where did you have this movie? Where did I have this movie? No, I. Where did wreck? I mean, you can tell us where you had it. Too. Well, I had it at number five. Number yeah, five. Derek, Derek yeah. had number right. five. It speaks to me. Something uh, happened along the way, Derek, that you lost. You got lost in the woods, and here it is. I had, it at, I had it at 42. Wow. Oh, so I'm catching Katie, all the flash. Katie here. had it at 25. I had it, I had it at 46. And four Anthony had it at 8. Oh, wow. I feel like wow. this is a movie Anthony would like. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's a lot of likable characters in this yeah. movie, personally. I even think the father, Greg Kinnear, at some point, that when, when he gets that crossover in the scene where they're in the car and his father's like, I'm proud of you, and he grabs his hand, like, that's at a big, it's it's, a big it's, emotional It's a part. cornfield in Nebraska. It's it's corny. It's corny. That's not corny. This is this corny? is a movie where I check my watch. Like, what the fuck is this thing? Can we get to some scenes here? Can See, we... for me, like one of my favorite scenes was the scene when they're in the diner having breakfast, and you know she orders her waffles a la mode with ice cream, and like every character, you know, does their purpose. Where he's like, well, you know, Olive, you know, do you see any of the Miss America people? Are they are they fat or are they skinny? And obviously, for me, that that spoke to me because I've had those conversations with my parents, you know. And I think it's a good script. I think I think know? they they pulled off. I, especially during a time when like uh, toddlers and tiaras was like all the rage and so it's like we're seeing it from that perspective and like they're in the audience at the end and that's when Greg Kinnear finally is like we, we, the whole time he's like well you're a winner right if you say you're a winner and if you actually put the work in you'll be a winner and then he actually sees it for himself and he's like this is not what I was expecting Rick finds something in The Princess Bride that speaks deep for me my family kind of is broken from divorce and I don't see anybody ever. so when I see a family come together for that it kind of makes me emotional so maybe that's why I like it and that's why the Godfathers <laughs> talks to you <laughs> never the family 
Rick, you look like you want to say something about uh, this Well, my, my question was going to be uh, for this movie. I just took uh, all the heat. Me and Rick are full movies apart on this We movie. are, we are. Okay. So for me, this movie, one of my big issues, remember the episode we did, is I think the grandfather character in this movie. This was the last w- moment. W- well acted. Well acted. Yeah. Well acted. But I think this Ill-written. is... Ill-written. This is the last moment in American society where this character would have been acceptable as a hero of a movie. Mm. As, a, as a good guy in a movie. The things he says You're, in it obviously are yes. not acceptable today. Yes. Yes. Fuck I don't think it ages particularly well. I don't, that's not even what we're talking about. He uses yeah. some other language that should yeah. be used. It's like, ah, Steve Carell, you go get oh, you one of your F-word true. mags. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah that's um, true. It, it, it worked in the context of the movie, but again, you make it nowadays. It's doesn't, not yeah, it doesn't age super yeah. well for me. For me. Also, I think we could agree that Alan Arkin, as good as he was, shouldn't have won that shouldn't award. Have shouldn't have won over Eddie Murphy and Cream Girls or yeah. any other like, actors. All right, so I'm going to rewatch this, and it's not for you, Derek. It's, it's for you. Definitely Derek. not for it's you, Derek. I really needed that this yeah. day. I'm going to I'm going to rewatch it for Gia. But let me tell you, I'm my favorite. Think of it from okay. the perspective of a little girl. All right, girl. so we are. <laughs> he, he can relate. Okay, <laughs> guys, we are halfway through the list. The greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie. Come on, give me now. Greatest movie. Greatest movie. Greatest movie.